0: Okay, today's staff is ayin gimel. We'll do ayin gimel and ayin dalet Ahmed aleph. Okay, uh, new mishnah top of ayin gimel. Yain Nesek asur vaosir bekol shehu. Okay, famous line. We've discussed this already. The yain esech is forbidden, and it forbids things bekol shehu. Okay, anything. How does that work? Yayin b'yain umayim b'mayim bekol Okay, mayim be here means mayim that was used for avodah purposes. Remember, we have this concept called yay That's because it was general, that it was considered a typical thing that they would take wine and do libations. But it was also possible they did mayim. It's just that we didn't forbid, you know, the rabbis didn't forbid any kind of water. But if you knew that there was water that was used for, um, for a libation, for a or used for some purpose for a then we're going to consider that asr. So now we're going to say what we learned already before, which is, if it's mim bimino yayin mixed with yayin, yayin of uh, isur mixed with yayin of heter, or mayim of isur mixed with mayim of heter, b'kol shehu. But if it's yayin bimayim or mayim b'yayin, which is mim o'mino, two different substances, then it's going to be forbidden b'noten tam. Okay, only if it gives flavor. Um... Ze okay, which we're going to now have to explain in the Gemara why it says ze Isn't this obvious? What is this coming to add? Ze haklal, min bimino bimashu, v'shalo bimino b'noten tam. Okay, that's the general rule. Now the question is, what is the general rule, right? What's it applying to? Okay, according to our Mishnah, this is referring only to yayin um, nesech. There's a, there's an interesting toast, but I'll read it very quickly. Yayin b'yayin umayin b'mayin Look like at He says, Perish Rabbeinu Tam, Yayin Mamashen Nesech This issue of Mashu, okay, we're going to see in the Gemara, we already saw this, but I'll, I'll kind of, maybe I'll already tell you now. There's a Mechloket. We're going to see the Mechloket of Moraim. Is this issue only for Yayin Nesech? And they're going to add Tevel to the list, and we'll see why Tevel gets added, which is something that wasn't Hufrashtumotumas wrote, and then gets mixed up with other stuff. It's going to Oser B'mashu if it's Mim B'mino. Um, is it only Yenasach and Tevel, or does it apply to all Isurim? That there's this distinction between Min Bimino and Min B'Sheinu. We know that Min Bimino will be asr but if it's B'Sheinu, we know benot entam. So if you say it's just and Tevel, then you're going to say that all other Isurim are are also only Binotin Tam. Okay, except for the unique ones that they're exceptions for. Chames, for example, is an exception that it's Asur Bamashu. Even min B'She'en There were super machmir on Chavitz Pesach, even though it's not mentioned here. And Chavitz why? Okay, we're already in, in getting ready with all their pre-Pesach preparations. Why is Chavitz super Omino? Number one, it's karet. Okay, so because of that, they really wanted to distance from it. And, you know, even min Omino. And also, um, it's something that we're not used to doing all the time. It's an Isur that only comes up a few days a year. And because of that, we're more concerned that there'll be an issue. And therefore, they were Machmir we to say, even me M'sh'einu, we know, is Bemashu. Okay. Assuming that we go by the opinion that we're going to see, which is the generally accepted opinion halachically, which is this is the only true for Yei and tevel, um, And there's a few other exceptions. Um, so Rebbeinu Tam says, this is only Yei nesach. That's Bimashahu. Okay, so when we're talking about Yenesech, we mean only Yenesech and not what? Stam Yenam. Remember, we've talked about this before, which is there's yayin that we know they were sh- they offered up to their gods, and wine that we just don't know, any wine of non Jew that we just don't know that they came in contact with, right? That's Stam Yena. So Rabbeinatam says the Chumrah here is only for Yenesech and not stam yenam. That's very important. The re at the bottom of the toast vote says, Even if you want to say, okay, about eight lines to the bottom, Even if you want to disagree with Rabbeinu and say even Stam Yenam is B'mashu, he says, But Stam Yenam nowadays is not like Stam Yenam in the time of the Tanaim or amoraim, Okay, and that's because basically, right, as they said, in those days it was very rampant. Nowadays it's not, and therefore we're going to treat all Stam Yenam as regular regular anything okay and therefore it's it's not bimashihu im okay so it's going to be standard beetles so which a little bit you know neutralizes this halacha certainly for us um, okay so back to the gemara now we're going to have a number of different interpretations some of them are going to understand the Mishnah, of lo kipshuto okay uh, kipshuta we have three different explanations all passed down by Amoraim who came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel and brought what Rabbi Yochanan said. So there's a debate about what exactly Rabbi Yochanan said about this. If you're pouring Nesach forbidden wine, into a bore full of regular wine, that's heter, Even if you're pouring all day long, This is a crazy shitah. Every second, a drop, and as the assumption is, it gradually goes in, okay? Every time a drop of the wine falls, it immediately becomes cancelled into the heter. So every time a drop falls, and as you're pouring, every second or every millisecond, something comes in there, it immediately is battled to the whole barrel, the whole pit of wine. And therefore, every second it's batel, the whole thing now becomes heter. And another one's batel, and the whole thing becomes heter. So, so you every time, not it, so it into a greater amount of. In theory. Okay. okay well, you have to remember, though, that betul, okay, we didn't learn this yet, but. You can't on purpose be mavatel things. This is only if it fell in. Okay. So if you're pouring from a chavit to the boar. Okay, well, you didn't know. I assume the assumption since yeah, about I have to assume you didn't know. Um, every drop that falls is canceled into the whole thing, and then even if you end up with a larger amount, right? You you just keep dropping, and it keeps getting canceled, and then the whole mixture becomes a whole mixture of heter. Okay, now this obviously first contradicts. We saw that you can actually but you I just understand. said you can't do it I don't. I, I'm pretty I know, sure. I know, but, no, but I mean but yes. Right. So not only that, but right according to this. So it's, this totally negates the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Right? Any any little amount. So how could you say when it falls in, it gets canceled? If it falls in, any amount should be us. My love, the Lego hetera is our Mishnah not referring to exactly our case where Isura is falling into Hetera. So the Gemara answers, "Lo De Canafil Hetera Lego Isura." The Mish is talking about where Heter wine is being poured into a pit full of Yei Okay? And then we're going to say what? Every time the Heter falls into the Isur, right? Um, heter lego Isura, that you're going to basically, the Heter is going to be canceled into the Isur. Okay? Okay. Um, which means, basically, if you end up with a huge amount of heter compared to a small amount of isur, it doesn't matter. Because every time it hits the isur, it's going to be canceled out. And then we're explaining the Mishnah exactly that it's only right that it's only heter letoch isur. But if isur were to fall into heter, it would be immediately canceled. Okay? Um, tashma. But wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Because look at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Yayin tam." If you mix wine into water... It forbids it, but no tam. My lab dekanaf al chamr diyisura lemayad Right? What's our, sum, our assumption? Yayin, that falls into mayim. We're talking about yein Nash that falls into mayim. That's hetera. So they say, lo dekanaf al chamr hetera lemayad diyisura. You can explain that it's wine of heter falling into forbidden water, and then we can explain the whole mission is hetera lagoyisura umi bimayim diyisura. So then, if they're gonna have a weird jump, they're gonna say, well, if yayin bimayim means Yayin the tater into mayim of isur, then in the seifa nani b'mayim de isur. If we're talking about mayim de isur, then it must be all the mayim in the mission is mayim de isur. And when it says mayim b'yayin, right? B'katani seifa mayim b'yayin tam. So then again, you would have isur letoch heter, which would disprove his shita. So Amar Ravdimi, kula matnitin atnitin le go isur. Ravdimi says no, no, no or Rav Dimi would explain, and as we don't know what Rav Dimi really explains them and how he really explains the Mishnah, but we're just jumping to conclusions and assuming he would have to explain that the whole Mishnah is hetero lego de right? The, the first case was uh, wine of heter fell into mayem And seifa de lemaye Maya de de right? And the seifa, you know, every time something's falling in the Mishnah, it must be hetero letoch now, why is that? What's the logic here? So, the Ron explains that the logic is that whatever's at the bottom has more strength. Okay, this comes up, by the way, in Shabbat. There's Tatagavar in terms of like Bishul, the Shabbat. This topic also comes up, comes up in Mikvaot. Whatever's at the bottom keeps, keeps its status. If something's standing and something's moving, right, something's being poured into something that's stationary, what's stationary has strength more so than what's being poured in. And that's why we're going to assume that all these cases were tear falling into Isur, and that's what the Mishnah said. Okay? Um, uh, Okay. Okay, fine. So that's the end of we've explained Rav Dimi, the Mishnah according to Rav Dimi, which again is, is very much not really the Pshat of the Mishnah, but that's how we'd have to explain it. If you're pouring it from a small jug into a boar as opposed to a chavit, which was our last, what Rav Diame said, even if you're doing it all day long, now what do you assume from here? He would hold, that only when you're pouring from something small, where it's going to drip more, it's not going to pour as strongly, so as, as forcefully, so if you're pouring from something small, then we're going to say Kama Kama Batil. The Mishnah, we can assume, was talking <laughs> about a bigger flow, right? And a bigger flow, we're going to ha- go back to whatever the Mishnah says, the Pshat of the Mishnah, right? If it's Yayin Biyayin, Min bimino, it's Oseh B'Kolshu. And you're not going to say every time the drop falls, it's canceled into the, the mixture, okay? And then you don't have to explain the Mishnah that it's of the Tochi, Surah. I'm sorry, isur the Tochet. Right? Yeah, we're going to explain the Mishnah as referring to a regular case with a Chavit okay. something big pouring into it where there's a, a big size flow and then we're going to assume that we have to go by the regular Halachot but if it was something little then we're going to say Rishom Rishom Bat that was the second interpretation the third is Ki Am Rabbi Yochanan Ye Kiton shamayim. now this is going to be a totally different case Yeh Nesach falls into a pit. The pit had regular good wine in it. But also, something else fell into the pit. kiton So now what do we have? We have mim and So how do we rule? It's maim, it's yayin, that fell into water and wine. So do we view that as mimimino because there's wine? And it's also bramashu Or do we view it as mim b'sheino because of the water? So what does he say? And this is a very... Important line in kashrut. Ro'in e'no. rabin alavu We view the heter, the yayin of heter, the mino, as if it's not there. We basically view this as wine falling into water. We can kind of close our eyes and as if there's no wine there, we, you know, ro'in We kind of ignore the wine aspect. And we just look at the fact that there's water and the wine is canceled into the water. B'Shishim, basically. It's only, right, it's going to be canceled. okay? Or B'noten Tam. V'hashar, okay? And the Mayim is going to basically cancel it out. This isn't a fourth opinion. This is just explaining this third opinion of Ravin. Loshanu Kiton He says it depends on the order. If the ma'im falls in first, meaning you have wine of Heter, then my, sorry, did I say my, I, yeah. wine of heter, water falls into there, and then the wine for, of Nesech falls into the mixture of the wine and the and the water. Then it works. Avalona nafal shem which sounded like the pshat of Rabin. What did Rabin say? If the yei Nesech falls into the boar, and nafal shem kiton which sounds almost like the mayim could fall after, okay, but comes Rav Shmoa Bar-Yehuda and says, no, no, no. It has to be that the ketonimayim was already in there, and then matzaminet mino vineur. Okay, um, sorry, lo Kiton What happens when it falls in the wine? Matzaminet mino vineur. In other words, the my the yain falls into the other yain, and at that point, it's already osur Okay, so it's already min You can't then take mayim and then cancel it out later. It's already mixed up in the mixture. Okay, venero means it comes alive. In other words, it, it doesn't get canceled. Does it have okay? to be a certain amount of water? Does the water have to be So the water out? has to be, right, it has to be canceled yeah. out, it's but no ten to be oh, oh, okay. It has, okay. To be can, it has to be more, shishim more than the wine that fell into it. Okay. That's why it says, Nafal sham like a whole thing of mine fell into it. Okay. okay, it has to be, right, otherwise it's, it's classic, which is, it's it, it's Usurba time. If it doesn't give time, which is shishim, then it'll be then it'll be permitted. But according to Mimbimino, it'll be Asur Burmashu, so as soon as it comes in. Okay, so he says the statement of Ravin is only or the statement of Rabbi Yochanan that Ravin brought is only if it fell there first. Um my Ikabeen uh, is that where we are? One second. Some people say that what Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda brought in the name of Rav Nachman about Lo and El Kiton Shemayim was said not about the statement of Ravin. It was said about the Mishnah. What about the Mishnah? Yayin bi Yayin Kol Shehu. Okay, that Yayin bi is going to be asr be and then Amrav Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda. I'm Lo shanu ella shelon nafasham kiton shamayim, aval nafasham kiton shamayin roinet tahater ki ilu eino vashar mayim rabbi lavu mevatelino te. Okay, so he basically says on the mission when it says yai and biyai is nashur b'kolshu, he comes and clarifies and says, well, that's only if there was no water there. But if there was water there, then we can ignore the wine and use the water to be mevatel the wine. So now they say, who cares, right? Whether you say he was talking about it on the mission or he was talking about it on Rabin, what's the what's the difference? Whether you say, So they say, because notice how he said it. He said, Loshanu kiton What doesn't he mention there that he mentioned in his statement on Rabin? He didn't mention in that reading about which came he first. Works. It sounds like even if water comes later, it's okay. So if you say it like that, lo by you don't need the mayim to be there milach According to his reading of the Mishnah, yain bi is b'mashu. But if a Ketonsha Mayim falls in even after the Yayin's in there, the mayim can basically cancel out the because what is it? How does that work? You basically have this mixture of yain bi which is now. You've been ushered the whole tarovet, but now if Mayan falls in, you can still view the tarovet as you kind of ignore all the heter wine, and then you only have whatever amount of wine went in there, because as soon as the Mayan comes in, it works to counteract, right, counterbalance the usher yayin. Okay, so even if it comes later, it's okay. So if you set it on the Mishnah, you can say even if the Mayan fell later. But if you say it, the version that I'm sorry, uh, the version that said he was talking about Ravin, there it's clear, the water has to be there first because that, the that was the way that version went. In other words, each version had different wording for what he said. It wasn't just, it was on a different case. It was also that it had different wording. So therefore, you would say you would need the water to be there first in order for it to work. Okay, itmar. Now we're going to have a at MRI. Yeh Nesach Shana Falabor Venafal Sham Kiton Shamayim. So Yeh Nesach falls into a bore. Then where there was where there was wine, and Nafal Sham Kiton Shamayim Amar Higdilu Bi Isur Asur Higdilu Be muta. Mutar. What does this mean? This means it depends what came in last. Meaning Higdilu means you made the shear larger. Meaning you made the mixture larger with Isur. Meaning. The yayin came at the end, okay? So if the yain came at the end, it's a sur. Higdilu if the wine came earlier and the heter came later, then it's going to be mutar. Okay, if the, if the last thing that fell in was the yain of heter, then we're going to view it right before that, what happened. It was min bimino, and it was mean b'she'eno mino, wine mixed with water, and it was okay. So there it's going to be okay. Now, according to this, okay, Rabbi, let's hold off for one second. So basically, if the Isur comes in last, then what are we going to say? We're going to say we don't hold rowing, basically. We, we view, wine comes in, it comes into a mixture of wine and water, we're going to view it, we're going to Osirp Amashuhu, because it's wine with wine, we can't just ignore the wine in there. We can't say rowing. If it falls into heter, meaning if the heter falls last, which means first the wine fell into the water, then it got canceled already. So then, wine falls in. That certainly doesn't bother us. Okay. So Rabbi Yochanan Amar Afilu Higdilu isur Mutar. Rabbi Yochanan says, no. Even if the Isur came last, we have this halacha of Roim. So basically, Rabbi Yochanan will say we hold roi, meaning we view the the yain of Heter as if it's not there. In the end, what do you have when the forbidden wine falls into this mixture? We ignore the Heter wine. We have mayim. We say Ah, Mi Mishen mino. So the machloket between them seems to, or is, rowing or ain't rowing. Do we say it or do we not say it? That's the way we understand this, because we just learned the sugya and we know. But Rabbi Yirmiyah didn't understand the machloket this way. He viewed it very, I would say, um, very maybe superficially, you could say, where he said, what does it look like? If the Isr falls last, according to Chizkiah, it's sur." If the hetar falls last, it's mutar. This sounds very similar to something we saw in other cases where whatever comes last, you remember we've seen this, is what's kovea, Okay? So he looked at it differently and he said, Why don't we say that they fall into this machloket about Rabbi Lezer and that we've seen before, ditnan? So, or the le tocha it is a little different than the one we saw the other day. Here we have leavening agents of Chulin and of Truma that both fell into the Khames. Neither one on its own can leaven the, the dough. But together, right? they're able to cause the dough to leaven. Rabbi Lezer Omer, Achar whichever one fell last, that's the that's the one I follow. Which means if Truma came last, then the whole mixture is going to be considered Truma, which for all intents and purposes we're going to say it's Usr. It's obviously Mutar to Kohanim, but it's Usr to anybody else. So let's compare that. That's Chizkiah. If Isur came last, then that's what's Kobeah, it's going to be Usr. The Chachamimamim, just like Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan, right, who said even if the Isur came last, it's going to be Mutar. So Chachamim are going to say, and as remember, you have to ignore the fact that we know that their Machloket is about rowing, because Rabbi R- R- Yirria didn't think that. Chachamim In order for it to be forbidden, it has to have enough, there in it, basically. In other words, truma leavening agent that falls into a dough. Since the truma leavening agent can't leaven it on its own because it's not enough by itself, then we're not going to view this as truma because it didn't actually affect anything on its own in the mixture. So we're going to say it's batel. Okay, so that's what he assumes this, this connection to this machlok. It is and that it all falls down like that. Breaks down, you know, each one matches a different tana. Gemara says, Now tizbara. You really think this is the case? Can't be. Because Hamar Abaye, Abaye said about this Mishnah, Loshanu When Rabbi Eliezer says that um, that and that if the Truma fell first, it would be okay. And the seor Chulam falls second. Right? It's all mutar. That's only if you took the leavening Truma, the, the Truma leavening agent, out of the mixture. Okay? So actually, we're going to say this homachlok, it is only if you took out the isur. The okay? Now, if that's the case, and you say that that's the situation, chizkia damar kiman. Chizkiya is not going to match either shita then. Because chizkiya says if the isur went last, it's going to be Asur, but here's the important part. He says that if the Heter went last, it's going to be Mutar. Now, according to the Mechloka, Rabbi Lezer Chachamim, so according to Rabbi it's only going to be Mutar when? If you took out the Isr. And in our case, the Yayin mixed up, you certainly couldn't take it out. Okay, so it can't be that. And he can't hold like Chachamim because... Um, Right, Ika Rabbanan. right, because Rabbanan say, Higdilu is mutar, meaning if it fell last, it's mutar, and Chizkiah said, for sure, if it falls last, it's asur. So he doesn't match either shita. Okay, so therefore, you can't say that this is has to do with that, and therefore, we're going to go back to what we knew from the beginning, Elahacha roin kamiflege. The machloket all is, about, is all about roin. It has nothing to do with what came last, and is that what's kovea? No, that's not the issue. The mechloket is roin. Lechizkiah le'le roin. He doesn't hold that we can view the yayin of heteris if it's not there and just view this as yayin bimaim. And la rabbi yochanan eat le'le. rabbi yochanan says we can. Okay, so that's how we resolve it. But now we get a to question. We eat le'le rabbi yochanan roin. Does rabbi yochanan really hold that you can view the yayin of heteris if it's not there? We're going to show that there was a question asked. About a case of rowing, and we're going to see that Rabbi Yochanan didn't know the answer. So, if he held Rowan, what would he have said? Rowan, he would have said, "Yes, this is cancelled out." So, what was the case? There were two cups. Okay, Rabbi Asi says to Rabbi Yochanan, There were two cups. One was chulin, one was truma of wine. Mizagan, they poured water into it to dilute it, right? So now, all of a sudden, right? By the way. Any wine that we drink, this is a very important halacha for yei nesach purposes, because any wine that anyone's drinking, if you're talking about wine in the barrels, so it's all the, the undiluted wine, then it's really going to be a classic issue of yayin Biyan. But once it's diluted and then it gets mixed up, it's going to be yayin, maim, and yayin, right? Yayin of Isor, yayin of heter, and maim of heter. Because the maim, right, the, the wine is made up of wine and water. So any kind of diluted wine is going to have this issue. So in fact, the question was asked about diluted wine. So both were diluted. Irvan zobazo, and then we didn't know. They got confused which one was which. Mahu, okay, or they got mixed up together. I guess irvan zobazo. Mixed the two together. Right, they got all mixed together. Okay, mahu. Okay, what's the halacha? V'lo pasha Okay, so they say here you have it. Mayim and Yayin, may, right? Yain of Heter, with Mayim of Heter, comes in Yain of Truma, right? which would be the same as Yain SF for all intents and purposes, and he didn't know the answer. Why wouldn't he have said, right? Oh, Rowena Teter, Ke'ilo No, and then we can be babat of it. Now, there's a huge debate here. What's the case? It sounds like each it sounds like a coast of this and a coast of that it sounds like they're equal right so let's assume one log of y, wine three times the amount of water so if you view the wine as if it's not there then what do you have what's the ratio of wine to water you have one log of mayim of isur mixed up with six login of heter because you had two right you have one coast of wine let's say the coast was whatever it was let's just say for all purposes a log okay one log of wine or one, any measurement of wine, plus the other measurement of okay wine, plus three times each of them. So six times the amount of water compared to, we're now going to ignore the ion of heter. So it's a one in six. Now don't we usually say batal right? bashishim? How can we even be talking about betul here? Like like uh, you asked before, Judy, that has to be, right? Is It has to be classic name of, of betul. It should be batal ha Okay? So either you have to say that there was one log of isser wine and 19 login of okay wine right now there's one log of truma 19 of that 19 times 3 is 57 3 plus 57 is 60 and then you have 1 to 60. so some of the professionals say it was clearly a case of 1 to 60 and that was the situation they weren't two equal classes okay it was two totally right it was very unequal there was a lot more of tear. that's one way of reading it other we've shown him. interestingly enough say that wine is canceled in water one in six. Based on this, and why one in six? Because the assumption is that too much water mixed with wine makes the wine taste disgusting. And it's no t- And then the wine in so much water would be considered no te tam with gum, and already one in six ratio would be mutar. So it's a, very, it's a very big debate, right? Whether it's one in six or one in 60, that's a very big difference. They sell okay. concentrated wine in Europe, and they add water. it's a big thing. Ah, so it's the same thing as this. Yeah. Okay, so that's, uh, that's very interesting. Okay, um, so now moving on. So he didn't know the answer. So what do you see? Rabbi Yochanan clearly didn't hold Rowin. And how could we say that Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is based on No? So now they say, very simply, uh, When the question, when Razi asked the question to Rabbi Yochanan, he didn't know the answer. But eventually, right, you know, he formed his shita later than this question. It could be very likely, by the way, that as a result of him asking the question, Rabbi Yochanan looked into it eventually, figured it out. You know, it's very classic. You ask a right question, they might not worry. Ask someone a question, they might not necessarily know the answer. But eventually they look it up they figure out the answer and either they get back to you or maybe it's too late at that point, but at least they figure it out for themselves so that they know for next time. So at that point he didn't know, but you could say that later on he did. And in fact, we have a source for this. It's Marnami, it was said, I'm a Rabbi Ami, I'm a Rabbi Some people say it was even Rabbi Asi who said it in the name of Rabbi Yohanan, who was exactly the one who asked him the question. Some people say it wasn't him, it was Rabbi Ami. You could see why people would confuse Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi's name. And there you have it. That he holds rowing. Okay, so we're okay with that. So we're back to the Machloka. Rabbi Yochanan all has to do with, do you hold rowing or do you not? Now we're going back to that line in the Mishnah. This is the Klal. And now we get to the famous makhloket that we mentioned earlier. Travayu. Kol Isurin Shara Torah B'minan Bemashuhu Shalom B'minan Benotentam Okay, so, Rav and Shmuel said, All Isurin Beminam is Bemashuhu Shalom Minam Benotentam Meaning, this Mishnah, we're talking about Yei but it's really applicable across the board. Zeh Klal Latuye Mai, so then what does Zeha Klal come to include? Maile Tuye Kol Isurin Shabbat Torah In other words, Zeh Klal is coming to tell you, this is a Klal that applies across the board, all over the place. Okay, and that's how they understand Zayafal, which seems to be even the shot of it. Rabbi okay? Yochanah v'rish l'kishtam lakish <speaking> kol yisurin kolisurin Torah ben biminam ben shelo <Hebrew> b'minam b'noten t'am. Rish l'kishtu Rabbi Yochanah, the other shita, which is all yisurin, or asr, whether it's mim bimino, whether it's mim b'she'enu b'minam b'noten meaning, as we define it now, cha b'shishim. Chutz mithevel v'yein esech b'minam b'mashu v'shelo b'minam b'noten t'am. Okay, Except for Tevel and Yenesech, that are unique. Now you have to ask. According to them, it's a little problematic because we know there's other things that are unique also, like Chametz, and there's a few others that have not been noten tam. Okay, Truma is a Chabemaya, Kilei Kerem and uh, Orla are Chabematayim. So it's not exactly across the board, but they're basically distinguishing between these and those. So, in then the cases in our Mishnah, it was all talking about Ye and not Tevel. So, why it says Tevel? It came to include the case of Tevel. Okay, now we're going to have to figure out why Tevel is unique, why Tevel is going to be different than the regular things. So, first we're going to have Brightot that support Rab and Shmuel and Brightot that support Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Tanya Kavatei de Rabbush Muel, but Tanya de Rabbi Yochanan Arish Lakish. Tanya Kavatei de Rabbush Shmuel here we have a breite that supports. There you have it. Okay? All isuim, right? There's a breite that says exactly their sheikah. So, what have we learned right now? That it's not just that they disagree with this, but Tanaim before them already disagreed about this basic issue. So we understand, we can make an argument that Yenesach is going to be more Chamor from everything else, because again, it's a Vodazara, right? And we treat a Vodazara with more Chumra. What's, what's unique about Tevel? Just like it's Matir B'mashu, it can also be Osir B'mashu. What does that mean? Okay, what does this mean? This means if you have a pile of, tr- of uh, tfu'ah that you just, you know, collected in the, in the field, and you have a whole pile, and it's ready for truma to masrot, if you just take one grain out, everything's okay. Meaning, why? Why is that? And don't you have shirim and everything? So first of all, they're only talking about truma. If you take any, what does it say in the Torah about truma? Reshit Okay, it says, which doesn't give you a measurement. Now we know, the rabbi said, it's 1 in 50 for ayin ben onit. If you have an ayin tova, then it's 1 in 40. If you have an ayin ra'a, it's 1 in 60. Okay, in other words, you can give, but really, midoraita, if you just take one chita, the whole, the rest of it is mutar. In other words, there's no real shiur, the shiur could be a mashu. So they say, since the heter is b'mashu, therefore we're going to view the isur also b'mashu. In other words, what, you know, what kula can become a khumra here. Okay? So and now it says Vitanya Namihahi, okay, which usually means there's a bright that supports this, but here in fact it's a Mishnah that supports it. That's why Tanya's in parentheses. Bameamru Tevel um i I'm sorry, Tevel right, Bimino. Shalobimino Here's again something that supports that it's O Serbamashu. Okay. So you have here now. You, the the talking about, you could have said a different reason for tevel. Why else is tevel? But the one thing I didn't mention yet is there's another thing that's osir bermashu. Okay, we talked about chametz b'pesach, talked about Nesech, tevel. There's another category of things that are osir bermashu and that's called Davarshi Yeshlo It's something that you can be matir. Like let's say you forbid yourself by a neder to eat something. And then you're going to be forbidden to eat even a mashu of it. Why is that? Because you could do a farat nadarim and just cancel your nadarim and eat a pehater. So therefore, we osirp a mashu. Tevel is also the same category, davar sheesh So why doesn't the Gemara say that? It's a davar Sheshla matirin, And that's because if for whatever reason it mixes up in such a way that it's impossible for you to take trimod there could be cases where if... if, 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 if if you would create a scenario where you couldn't take Tremona Masu and therefore it wouldn't be a Dabarsha material, even though regular cases really would be, it would still be Oser And that's why they want to tell you Tevel has something unique. Um, there's a very nice chart in the Shantan if you look, um, about all the Yisurim and what we paskin. Okay, so we paskin, in fact, like Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish, Okay, so we have rogisural, like nivela be motmeod and all that. Mimbi minobano ten tam, mim shainominobinote tam. It should be right at the end here, right on the Oh, you don't have it in the English? No. Oh wow. Okay, I'll pass it around. So you can look at it. So Ye Nasf and Tevel is as we said, right? Mimbi minobachu, mim sh'inominobinote tam. Daversheshla Matirin is like that also. Right? Orla, then we have Truman, Orla and Kileakarim, which I said Trum is a chabmea. But a Bimea, Truma and Orlin Kalei or 1 in 100, or 1 in 200, for Orlin Kalei HaKerem, only Mim But Mim M'shea is going to be Bino So basically, L'halacha Lamasem, Mim M'shea is always Bino even in the things that we're more Machmir about, except for the one case, which is Hamas B'Pesach. Okay, and you can see that, where there, there were there on Mim B'shea so that you'll know it's us or even Mim B'Mino. So Hamas B'Pesach is the most, most chamor. Okay. What? Right, <laughs> exactly. As everybody's preparing for Pesach, you can understand why we're so, everyone's so crazy about it. Okay. Asulin asurin Osrim b'kolshu. Okay, now we're going to talk about the mixtures we were talking about before, are mixtures where something falls into something else, basically, gets mixed up. Now we're going to talk about what if you have something that is next to something else. And they're two of the same type things. Let's say two animals or two, whatever it might be. And they mix up. And we don't know, you know, a barrel of wine, another barrel of wine. We know one is usr, one is Mutar. Or one is usr mixes up in a lot of Mutar ones. So how do we know? And we don't know which is which. So how do we treat that? So, Okay? So even, according, all these things are going to be Usr and osir in any amount. Okay, so if you have one barrel, mixes up with a thousand barrels, you have like a huge winery and in comes one barrel, it gets mixed up. We no longer know which is the barrel of or which is the barrel of Heter, all forbidden. Okay, Yenesech, we're going to have now a long list of things. Um, it's going to be Yenesech, Avodat Kochavim, okay, kind of Elilim, anything that was worshipped. Orot um, levuvin. The first three in this group were all of zarah related. Okay, orot levuvin is we saw this before, where they had the skin, the hide of the animal. And there was a hole for the heart because they would take the heart out, pull it out of the animal. So here you see that the that this was an animal that was worshipped and the or is forbidden. Veshur um, haniskal. Okay, this is and now we're getting off of avodah Um It's important to note that there are avodah because we're going to talk about it soon. That in general, I'll already pre- preface this by saying. All the things here, the Gemara is going to say, have two criteria. Okay? One of them, I'll deal with only one of them right now, is that they're davar theres It's an important entity, okay? which would mean here, if it applies to, okay, there's a debate about whether that applies only to numbers four and on in the Mishnah, and any avodah zara, even if it's not davar chashuv. What would be davar chashuv? A barrel rather than a glass of wine. Okay? If a glass of wine mixes up with a thousand glasses of wine, we're not going to necessarily call that glass of wine a devar hashuv Okay? But if you say that the devar Hashuv is not applicable to the first three because the first three are usher no matter what, then it'll be very relevant. Right? In other words, either we say devar, either we call any avodah zarah thing a devar hashuv even if it's not actually a devar hashuv or do we say the devar hashuv applies even to the avodah zarah thing? So that would be the relevance. Are we talking about a glass versus a barrel? Okay? Um... The next thing is shorhaniskal. So this is an animal a shor that killed somebody and is supposed to get skilah. So once it has mardine, it's a shorhaniskal. Let's say that animal gets mixed up with other animals and we no longer know. These are all things that are asr bahana'a. You can't benefit from that animal. And if it gets mixed up with all the others, then all the other animals are going to be forbidden bahana'a also, even if it's one in a thousand. Egla arufa, that's the eagle that you designate to to break its neck when there's a dead person in between two cities, and we measure the nearest city, and then they say, and they break its neck, okay? There's a debate. There's a debate about many things in this Mishnah. Um, I'll try to go through them. Is it once you bring it down to the nachal, or is it only after you broke its back already, its neck already, okay? So there's a debate at what point, most of these things are a debate at what point they become asr Bahana'ah. Most of these debates are machlokot, machlokot and mora'im, each one in their place. I'm just gonna mention them very briefly. Sipurei mitzora. Okay, the birds of the mitzora. What happens when you when you're a mitzora? You have to bring two birds. One you shecht, one you um, sprinkle the blood. You dip it into the shechted the blood of the shechted bird, and you sprinkle the blood on the mitzora, and then you let it go free. So there's a debate. Are we talking about the dev, the the one that was shechted or the live one? Are we talking about um, Rabbi Yochanan says it's the the one that was slaughtered after shechita. Rish Lakish says it's both of them from the moment you designate them. And then, the one that you let free is until the time you let it free. Once you let it free, then it's already mutar bahana'ah. So it's just a certain time period. Se'ar nazir. This is the hair of the nazir that you have to... The nazir can't cut his hair. And after he's finished, he shaves his hair and it's supposed to burn on the his bath. So it's asar bahana'ah. Um, Peter Khamur, This is the firstborn uh, donkey for its mother. You have to redeem to a seh. So... Again, there's a debate. Um, ah, right. If you don't want to redeem it, then you have to break its neck. Or it's, it's like break its neck, like the egg roof or maybe its head, or, you know, cut up its neck. Um, and before it gets redeemed, the it's asr b'hana. Basar b'chalav. Okay, we know what that is. Seir ha There's actually... Many of the Nischa don't have this word in our Mishnah, and that's because Seir Mishthaleh is Kodshim, and this Mishnah is all talking about Chulin and not Kodshim, and it really doesn't belong here. The Yerushalmi doesn't have it. Most of the Rishonim don't have it. Okay, either which way, that's the Seer we send off for Yom Kippur. Chulin Shinishchetu Bazarah, this is you're not allowed to Shech Chulin Bazarah, and if you did, they're Asr Bahana'ah. Okay, these are forbidden, and they're Asr any amount. So, the Gemara asks, Tana, Maika Chashiv, what? Which things did the Tana decide to add, to list here? What's the categorization of these things? E should be minyan Okay, if it was trying about something that can be counted, something that has significance, nami chatichot It should have said pieces of an animal that are novella. And E if it was trying about anything that's asher nami It should have listed chamezpa Why didn't it list that? This Tana was talking about things that have two criteria to them. Number one, it's devarsha b'minyam, which means it has chashivut. Like chametz v'pesach could be a, a little slice of bread, which doesn't have any chashivut. It listed devarsha b'minyam v'israna, things that are both asher and have chashivut. And that's what I said, there's a debate whether that also applies to the first three, there are vodah or not. The litne, if that's the case, it should add, Egoze Perach, Badan, which were, Perach and Badan were places, and they had Egozim and Rimonim. These were considered very important fruits. Like, maybe they were, they grew very big there or something. The point is, they're Orla, okay? Um, they grew... In Orla field, and uh, you know, the first three years, in the first three years, they're also Depression and they're so why aren't they listed? To say, ah, they're very simply not listed, because Hatan leHatam. they're already listed in the Mishnah in Orla. Okay, so they don't need to repeat it since it mentioned it already there, even though sometimes when the Mishnah is categorizing things, it does list it, but they're giving that as their excuse. Where does it say it? It says, okay, and it lists there, it doesn't tell you the whole Mishnah, but it lists there all the things, or those things we just mentioned, plus a bunch of others. Then they say, well, if that's the case, look at that, the Mishnah. It should say also, um, if we're talking about, let's say, for B'Pesach, we said, Chametz Bephesach, well, it's not davar Shibiminyan, something important. But there is Chametz that could be important. For example, Veline Kikarocha Balabayet. Generally, if someone made a loaf of bread in their house, that was bigger than a loaf of bread that was made in a bakery. And those are considered, they have Chashivut. So why don't you mention Kikarocha Balabayet, Linyan Pesach, Chametz So they say, first of all, Man shamalei who says Bichlal, the Kikarocha Balabayet are considered a davar Chashuv? Rabbi Yekiva. And where is that? Hatana Hatam. Rabbi Kiva already is mentioned in that Mishnah in Orla that we just made reference to. He's already mentioned in that Mishnah in terms of the kikarot shabalabayit. Rabbi Kiva mosif af kikarot shabalabayit. There he's talking about if it was made from wheat that was karim or something like that. But since he mentioned it in that context and already called it a davar Chashuv, then we already know we can make the jump on our own. We don't need the Mishnah to tell us that if it was a davar chashev, it would also be a sorbanan or ser Okay, last line in the Mishnah we're going to re- relate to now. Now, notice the Mishnah started off and ended off. That's quite repetitive. So, always, when it's repetitive, they want to know why. It must be coming to exclude something. It was coming to say only these things that have criteria just like these that have both the criteria that we discussed. Okay, last Mishnah and Gemara for today. It's very short. Yayin Nesech Shanafah Labor, Kulo Asur Bahana'ah. Okay, if Yayin falls into a bore, the whole thing is Asur Bahana'a. Um, One second. Right here we're talking about a um, chavit. Right here, Rashbah right, Gomer, right. So here he says, if Yei Nesach falls into a board, we're going to view that entire mixture as a Bahana'ah. Rashbah Gomer, Yimacher kulo la'ovei kochabim, chutz Nesach We saw this opinion before. Rabbi Rashbah says, you can sell that whole barrel. You just have to deduct the amount of Yei Nesach that was in the... the, so the whole board. Right, you can sell the whole boar, thank you. You can sell the whole bore, except for subtract the amount of yei nesach that fell in, right? So let's say it was 1,100 shekels, and the yei nesach was 100 of that. So you sell it for 1,000. Okay. I'm a Rav, and we saw this before also, that Rav said, Remember, we quoted that before. But he says, He says, He says, only in the case where one barrel gets mixed up within other barrels, then you can sell all the barrels. In other words, again, this is where, this is the di- difference between the first Mishnah we saw and the second Mishnah, right? When it's barrels, one barrel comes into your, your store and then you get confused which barrel was the one that was a Then we're gonna say, you can sell all, any barrel you want, just deduct the amount of that one barrel, right? You could sell all the barrels that were mixed up, just deduct the amount of one of them. But, yayin biyain, if wine falls in and the whole mixture gets mixed up together, then you're not allowed to sell and deduct. Ushmual amar, and that matched Rav Shita otherwise, because we said last time, doesn't he paskin like Why right, Don't we paskin like rashba? He said, oh no, he doesn't paskin in that case like rashbah. U. amar, filu yayin okay, biyayin. yayin. Even yayin biyain, you're allowed to sell the whole thing of wine and just deduct the amount of yein esek. V'chein Amar Rav Rabbi Chanam Rabbi Yochanan Afilu Yaim Biyaim. V'chein Amar Rabbi Afilu Yaim Biyaim. You see that even though we talked before about Rav, everyone seems to pass again against him. V'chein Amar Rav Nachman Amar Rabbi Afilu Yaim Biyaim. Amar Rav Nachman Halachal Maase Yein Esek Yaim Biyaim Asur Chavit Bechavit Mutar Stam Yaim Afilu Yaim Biyaim Mutar. So Rav Nachman says, we're going to distinguish between these two and say, we're going to be, it's, we're starting out where we, where, ending where we began today with the distinction Rabbeinu Ta'am made. Here are the distinctions in the Gemara. But if it's we're going to say, even Yayin, even um sorry, we're going to say, if yain mixes with Yayin, you can't sell it at all. Okay, but when it comes to stam Yenam, where it was just a non-Jew came in contact, and we don't know if he was minasech or not, then we're going to say Ya'in, and is mutar, and and also chavik bechavid, obviously. Okay, so chavik bechavid is always going to be mutar to sell. Just deduct the amount of that barrel. But if it's Ya'in mixed in with Ya'in, I'm guessing also one of the reasons for making that distinction is number one, they're not; all, it's not all combined. But number two, it's a much bigger loss to have right a Chavit mixed up with other chaviyot. That's a, that's a lot of wine. Whereas and be and how big? I mean, if it's in a bore, maybe it really is pretty big. But generally, it would be a smaller amount that's anyway a loss, and maybe because of that. Okay.